0: Hello and welcome to the Wing Travel podcast with me, James Hammond. Personally, I have been to 50 countries. I've met so many people on my travels that I want to bring them on this podcast and get their story on record. I have plenty of tips and stories to share with you as well. Are you a backpacker or a traveller or gap year student or simply someone who loves to travel? Then this is the podcast for you. Throughout the weeks and months, you'll get many guests and solo episodes where I try to cover all range of subjects within travel. This is a casual and informative travel podcast to inspire you to travel in the future. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Thanks for listening and supporting this and I'll see you soon. Cheers, James. Hey, yeah, just a quick one. I just want to say there are many ways to support this podcast. You can buy me a coffee and help support the podcast with $5 or you can go to my merch store with the affiliate link with TeePublic where there's plenty of merch available to buy such as t-shirts, jumpers, hoodies and also some children's clothing. Thirdly, which is free, you can also rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podchaser, or Good Pods. Also, you can find me on social media on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. Simply just search for Winging It Travel Podcast, and you'll find me displaying all my social media content for traveling podcasts and other stuff. Thank you. Hello, and welcome to the Friday series, episode four few times going and this week we're going to talk about Frank's second part and when he hitchhiked in Egypt Sudan bit of Taiwan uh, traveled in China and also hitchhiking in the stands and what I learned from this week is that Taiwan sounds awesome as it's a small place it's one of those places that you can maybe do within your allotted allowance of maybe vacation time if you get a certain amount of time. Obviously, long travel, fill your boots, be there as long as possible. But if you're thinking a little hitchhiking trip for one or two weeks, I think Taiwan could be right up there. Small country, lots to see and do. And of course, we need to find that secret temple they talked about on Toledo Mountain where the monks looked after him, kept him in there for a couple of nights after he was dehydrated from hitchhiking. So Taiwan is a country that has not really been anywhere near my list at the top. But because i work worked with some Taiwanese, and you do hear about it in the news a lot because of the China situation, you do think, oh, I wonder what it's like there. So it's piqued my interest. And the Taiwanese people are so nice that I would even back what Frank said that hitchhiking there would be pretty easy. Never a problem. Friendly people. And if you look at the map of the island, I think you'd want to go down the East Coast, right? Like he said, West Coast is a bit more built up. So you want to try and... Get on the East Coast, look at the Pacific Ocean and see some great views. So that was great to learn about that. What was also great this week was how he was hitchhiking in Sudan when it was then a bit of trouble happening with, like locally and politically. It does prove that high-end extreme travel that people do, which I think, Frank is getting towards that band of people, that you can do places like Sudan and there's no real restrictions to the green. And he proved that, yeah, you can travel right down the country. Even the border guards, even the army guards were kind of like helping them out, giving them dinner, somewhere to stay for a bit. I remember offline speaking to him and he either said, the Sudanese people are some of the nicest people that you'll meet. Very friendly, don't want your money, will give you water that they have if you're travelling through desert and they just give you hospitality to another level. I think you notice the theme in parts one and two of the hospitality, where I keep talking about this word. Frank was like, you know, is it lucky that he's choosing the countries that are just like this? Or is it just the fact that because in the West we're so wired to maybe being a bit more insular and that community aspect is maybe arguably going, that when we go to these countries and the perceived nothingness that they have, which is based on material wealth, which actually doesn't mean anything, you instantly think well, they're either poor or don't care about you, but it's the opposite. They're very rich in their family life and they've got purpose and they want to help a guest they want to help someone who's seen their country and give a good impression right they want to welcome you in give you food so make sure you're okay and then once you're fine you can move on that seems to be the common theme in these podcast episodes from frank it just makes me wonder like and i don't know if you guys think the same that i just want to give it a proper good go hitchhiking you know taiwan could be a good way to maybe settle in and see what the delayed land is like right but even in places like Egypt, when it's Ramadan, and hitchhiking doesn't seem to be affected, it just proves that you can always delay because of a reason. But at the end of the day, unless it's something like you know the Ukraine situation, where it's a full-blown-out war, I think Frank has proven that you can just go out and maybe a bit braver in going to some of the countries and don't believe maybe what you've seen here all the time, because it will put you off. And I think it's good to hear from someone like that who's been there on the ground, what it's like across all the countries that we've spoken about, Afghanistan, Pakistan, Sudan, Egypt, and obviously, of course, China and Taiwan, and the stands. And just briefly on the stands, we know it's up and coming. We know it's getting more traction, more people going there, more people blogging about it. Even I've got some episodes coming up about the stands in the next month or so. So I do really think we say this a lot. I do think the stands. It is now. I think now is the time before it starts to get really picked up by tourists around around the world. So. Again, like Taiwan, that's going to be increased uh, in my list. And Tajikistan and Kyrgyzstan and Uzbekistan look incredible. Kazakhstan is huge, probably not as high in my list, but the other three, hundred percent Great to hear all about those countries, different perspectives of traveling. You notice this week we talk about why we travel, the purpose of travel, what you're looking for in travel, how certain countries have nicer people maybe less nicer people is because of tourism. Is that a byproduct? We talk about all these different areas and the philosophical question about do we do content and posting whilst travelling? I put a post up about that this week. Like It's a very good question and it's very conflicting, right? So we talked about that on this week's episode. So yeah, those last two from Frank, if you want deep dive into countries, hitchhiking and a different way of travelling, then please check into them. You won't regret it. So one thing I do when I travel, the one guaranteed thing, is go for a local coffee. I don't drink coffee at chain restaurants. So this got me thinking. I was like, well, what about a side podcast project where it combines travel and coffee? Great idea, right? So I thought, right, okay, I'm going to put this together. But this is going to be video because I want you to see where I am. And it's also be... Available in audio format too, so you don't have to watch the video. I'm like, yeah, that's great. So i put some plans together. I drink coffee a lot here in Vancouver. I'm going to start in Vancouver because obviously I'm here. And the idea is to show different cafes around the world serving different types of coffee and give me a bit of information of the cafe I'm at and try to give you a bit of a trendy score, if you like. Because the name of the podcast is going to be the Trendy Coffee Podcast. I was thinking about this idea and I pitched it to a few friends here. And at home, and I've only got positive feedback. It's gonna be more structured and it's gonna be very short six to eight minutes. And it's pretty much gonna be the same sort of thing, but in different places in the world, at a different calf, drinking different coffee. The only extra thing it might be is if the cafe owner wants to come have a chat about a his or hers cafe. Um, that could be an option as well. So, yeah, coffee, travel combined that's my idea, that's my thinking. When we're on the road next, obviously this podcast will keep getting traction and guests and daily diaries and updates of where we are, what we're doing, who we meet, what we see, that will be the same. But I'm just going to have a little side project as well and I'm going to try and get into the video game a little bit and try and learn the niches around that and then see how it goes with really. It's a bit of a test. might go wrong. might go well. Worth a go there, isn't it? So I've got a plan together. September 1st is going to be the release date. Got a few things to get done, theme tune for it. Gotta get my first two that I've recorded this weekend together and I've got loads of stuff to do. So keep an eye out for that on my social medias and I probably will do another announcement on this podcast too. Hey yeah, just a quick one. Do you fancy some bonus content with this episode? Then fear not. If you sign up to my patron today, by going on to www.patreon.com forward slash wigginit travel podcast then you'll find these extra features every week for Monday and Friday's episode. One bonus episode every month, some ad-free content, some early access to episodes, the exclusive added Travel Must Have feature on every episode, patron shout-out, some ad-hoc bonus episodes, you'll get a copy of my Digital Travel Planner, which is available on Etsy for free, and you'll get my monthly Winging It Travel Podcast magazine. If this takes your fancy, you can sign up for £4, $7.50 Canadian, $6 US a month, and I really thank you for supporting the podcast. So talking about coffees, I guess I've got to tell you, maybe my top five favourite cities in the world to drink coffee and watch the world go by, which is one of my questions in the quickfire travel questions. So in no particular order, five cities right now that I've been to that I love drinking coffee in would be Rio de Janeiro. Anywhere in Rio, you can be in Rio in terms of like not by the beach and just in the city bit drinking coffee, watching a while go by. Or you can sit by the beach and watch a while go by. Both are brilliant. Brazil's got obviously great coffee. It's a very trendy place to have a coffee, Rio, really? Especially in something like Impanema, Just like, classic place, right? But I would go to Copacabana Beach and around that area I'd drink coffee there. Number two for a different city would be Paris. Just get yourself in an area, no map, no phone, and just walk some windy streets and find a real trendy local cafe and have a coffee and a croissant is anything better not sure there is I'm going for Hanoi busy busy Vietnamese coffee is brilliant as well but you can get a mix in Hanoi you can get a trendy sort of Western cafe or you can get real local both got their pros and cons but I think watching Hanoi just with a coffee in hand is an experience and I think you have to do that the craziness the noise the smell the great coffee Vietnam great country next stop one of my early trips Turin, loved Italy, need to go back and do more. I need to do better at eating, drinking coffee, even mightn't touch the wine there, and just live that town lifestyle. But Turin, not as well travelled maybe as other cities like Milan, Rome. But just a little cheeky coffee in the Piazza there, yeah, it's great. You can watch Well Go By there, so Turin's a great one. And lastly, I am going to go for Cusco in Peru. Absolutely love the place can't tell you why I just had a great feeling there done Inca Trail felt good after it loved the vibe I think it's getting better and better it is quite touristy but I didn't mind that so I think Cusco would make the top five so number five places that you should drink coffee in and watch the world go by so fortunately unfortunately I've tried the weasel coffee back in the day in Bali when I didn't drink coffee back then hated it so I was used to instant coffee at that point and looking back it's so shameful, but I was like, no, a flight of coffee, don't want anything near it. And I wasn't sure the ethical situation there. But basically, they poop it out, right? Poop the bean out, and then that coffee is made for you. So, done that again in Vietnam. And I think there's a delat I think, in Vietnam. I had a of coffee, loved it. Interesting taste. I think I might have been quoted as saying it's a little bit pooey, but hey, it's natural, isn't it? Um, but again, ethically wise, I'm not sure it's viable. I think, back to those times, about... Have you ever travelled and you've spent one or two days with a group of people and just don't know where they are, what they're doing now? This may be more prevalent to people at my age who maybe travelled before smartphones. were really a thing. But back in 2013, I had so many different experiences with different groups of people that unless I did get them on Facebook, that was it. I have no idea where they are, what they're doing. And I just think there's a real... There's a charm to that, but there's also a sadness to it, isn't there? A sadness that you've experienced something so good but you can't see him again and discuss it and talk about it and have a laugh. But then would it be as good because you had that experience at that time doing that one thing? Um, quite a weird mentality with travel, especially with long travel when you go place to place. I also had that feeling for Australia when I went to watch The Ashes in 2010-11. There was like a group of 20 of us like meeting up every day, PJ O'Briens, watching the cricket, singing songs, getting boozed up, don't know the guy's names, never saw him again. Apart from one of them, we kept bumped into, I think, twice... Different sport events we keep bumping into them. Weird part of travel, thought come across my mind today really. Uh, but I think nowadays with travel you can easily get someone's contact details on various social media platforms. I think it's easy to keep in contact, right? WhatsApp, you can speak to them every day, right? And that wasn't a thing back when I was travelling back in the day. Modern times it has been, so we have kept in contact with some friends that we've met in our travels, so it's been much easier. But yeah, just a thought for you there. Have you met someone or a group of people and just think, where are they now? What are they doing? It's a great question, right? I'm going to finish with uh, also my updates on my Patreon because I'm trying to get Patreon going. If you listen to this and you want some bonus content, you can sign up today. Um, I do mention it on all my episodes, but I'm going to add in per month a monthly magazine. I quite like this idea. And it's going to be like a newsletter-type magazine, right? So maybe four or five pages, all the month's guests that come on, some photos, some, some headlines, some comments. I'm really excited to get it going. It'd be quite cool, actually. So I'm going to do one for August. I'm looking forward to doing that, getting that sort of template together and sticking that together for patrons. That would only be available on there. I'm also going to give away my digital travel planner, which is available on Etsy. Um, But it can be used when you go travel. And it's a PDF form. You can edit the PDF and save it. And I think I've covered all the basics of when you travel and what you might want to record. So they're my two updates for your monthly subscription to Patreon. I'm not going to add any more tiers. It's going to be one tier. So that's, I call it a backpacking tier. Four English pounds, $7.50 Canadian, $6 US. That is going to stay the same the rest of this year, but keep an eye out for my plans next year for it because it will change. So if you want to sign up, sign up today. Just one little anecdote to finish with, as when the coffee theme. I remember arriving to India in 2016. I was meeting Scott and his brother Stuart, I have not met at that time. And arrived in Delhi, bam, heat, dusty, noisy. It was like another Bangkok situation arrived and Stuart had a cup of coffee and it's from a place called Cafe Coffee Day and that's a chain in India. And I said to him, why on earth are you drinking like chain coffee? He said, because I've got aircon. The only reason. <laughs> and then this whole trip, it was local chai but any coffee was rejected because we know we can go to Cafe Coffee Day in every town and city and sit in aircon. And I think one whole day in mishikesh we bought like one coffee because it's quite expensive compared to india levels just to stay in there and watch the football all day would i include aircon in my coffee roundup of the cafe no not a thing but when you're in these hot places and you just need to get cool you do have to go to western cafe sometimes just to get that aircon, and it's that hit is unbelievable it's like going to Seven Eleven. it's like kotao or kopinyang or bangkok or anywhere like this it's like oh 7-Eleven, just gonna five minutes to get aircon, always the way, so I've learnt my lesson with aircon, I will take it, but I will not go to a chain place to get aircon, I'll try and go to one independent Western Cafe aircon, but it won't be the basis of my coffee adventures, I'm going to branch out as much as possible, and be totally honest with it, so anyway, Stuart loves a cafe coffee day, he still drinks it today, and fair play to him, i going to leave you with that and catch you next week don't forget august's bonus episode on patreon tom osborne's coming back on great laugh couldn't stop laughing last time i to to stop recording three or four times i was in that hysteric mode where you can't breathe and then next week we've got peter find who's a uk travel author and writer about his book looking good loads more coming up and i catch you soon cheers bye